Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of our new series uh, called In Dispute. So we're going to be looking back at the Oscars and um, finally before I get into what the show is really about, I'm joined by Tommy. Hello, it's just the two of us today. It's just the two of us. Um, I'm not going to say any more than that. <laughs> um, so the show we're going to be looking at the Oscars and look back at um, like retrospectively what the Oscars who won and who didn't win like the controversial um, winners and losers of that year we're only going to look specifically at the top four best picture best director best actor and best actress and then we're going to talk about something that was controversial around the Oscars that year whether one of the other categories or something controversial that probably shouldn't have won or probably did win right yeah um, and or maybe something that wasn't nominated at all um, so this episode we're going to look back last year um, yeah, twenty. Felt like it was a little bit too soon to look at this year's twenty seventeen films. Twenty seventeen films. Twenty eighteen Academy the Awards. It's Academy so confusing. Awards. We're gonna every episode is gonna be us like trying to justify that, <laughs> having to explain that. Um, but yeah, we felt like it was a little bit too soon to look at this year's. So maybe before the Oscars next year, we'll have a look back at the ninety first one. I think we just had so much fun talking about the Academy Awards this year and the award season yeah. that we just didn't want to stop <laughs> yeah so it'll be an ongoing series as to where we look back and then maybe eventually we'll get to the first ever Academy Awards wow Wings best picture was it? yep I don't know. There you oh, go. we'll get to it we'll get there Um. so I'll let you decide which one do you want to start with? Let's. should we start with the big one or should we should we build up to the big one? let's let's jump right in alright let's, let's do it best picture um, um you go for it yeah so The Shape of Water won uh, and do you know what I'm going to say it I think The Shape of Water was the best movie last year it was my favourite uh, I think I think it was uh, different I think it was brave and bold and I think uh, Guillermo deserved it and I, th- I think it was such a like fresh nod to classic cinema mm. because usually when you have those films that like pay homage to you know the old school Hollywood and stuff like that it's so obvious and yeah. so overtly you know like the artist or something yeah. like that um, whereas this one I think I feel like he did it in a more subtle way and he was just like telling a strange you know monster story yeah and like it was it was, it was fantastic and I thought it was so multi-layered and every character was so fascinating and interesting and I could have spent another three hours in that world yeah um, and as much as you know my my, my second favourite film last year was actually Calling By Your Name but yeah. in terms of you know Academy films the other front runner at the time was uh, Three Billboards Three it was very yeah. much a two horse race yeah. in the whole campaign really yeah what do you think um, I, I, as a fan of like the Universal Monster sort of things and like the original that original sort of series not the the Dark Universe um, <laughs> uh, it did kind of feel like those original sort of monster movies that you got in the 50s and like before then and like I really appreciate that sort of nod to what Guillermo's kind of done throughout his career with these monster quirky sort of yeah, yeah fantasy sort of films um, and having rewatched Hellboy 2 recently you kind of get this uh, Abe Sapien kind of plays a similar sort of character sure. to what we get and both Doug of, Jones isn't it both Doug Jones and I think a lot of credit has to go to him for sitting in makeup for the and being so dedicated to his work to play these two characters and it does make me wonder whether if Guillermo had done a third Hellboy if he had gone this way with it um, <laughs> but I don't know it is a great film looking 
Um, looking at the other nominees, you obviously Get Out was obviously a huge surprise. Film, a huge they surprise. got there, and they I, got nominated. It deserved to be there. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, and then you obviously have Dunkirk as well. Um, sure. One of Christopher Nolan, who's one of my favorite working directors, um, and we'll talk about him like separately in a minute. Um, but that film, I think, spoke to quite a lot of people. Obviously, the subject matter and. Christopher Nolan's like direction and stuff again that's kind of talking about it teasing a little bit something else but um <laughs> you think you should have won best actress didn't you yeah um and then obviously darkest hour as well another I don't know that was kind of a, was a, a that was that was a academy movie that was that was definitely an academy movie to try and get Gary Oldman his Oscar um we'll get to that we'll get to that um <laughs> and then I don't know I feel like all what is it eight films that were nominated nine uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Films. Nine. I think they all deserve to be on there. To be fair, I don't think there's a real standout one that I'm like. Oh, I don't know. If I was to cut one of them, I'd probably say maybe even Darkest Hour. Personally, yeah, mean the same. Yeah. Um, but looking at the other ones, Lady Bird, Phantom Fred, The Post, and Three Billboards. I think, and Call Me by Your Name. I think they all deservedly are on there. And agreed. Uh, uh, but I think Shape of Water just has that extra little little something that uh, yeah I, I think so too I, I think what it, it is it has is, that spark that you look for yeah and it had like a, a beautiful subtlety to it so you talk about all the the tips of the hat that Guillermo made and obviously mm-hmm. someone like Tarantino who does the same thing yeah. here and not tip his hat but he will it, with him it's more like he is going yeah look at all these films that I've seen look yeah. like he's almost yeah. showing off whereas yeah. Guillermo is almost just like I don't know it felt just more for him yeah and I I think it paid off, and I think it's a beautiful original story as well as yeah. being able to exactly. to uh, pay homage to all that. Yeah, I think I think he completely completely deserved it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of our we, we're agreeing with the best picture this time. Yeah. No, so, dispute no dispute. No dispute. Yeah, um, you're you're one for one so one far. One for one. Let's move on to the director then. Um, Guillermo won deservedly so I think. Um, Agreed. Which we'll talk about and Chris Nolan, Jordan Peele, Greta Gerwig and Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson uh, with the other nominees as well but yeah I think Guillermo as we kind of spoke the, the direction the beautiful you know it's a Guillermo film when you're watching it for 100%. the exact reasons that you see in Shape of Water um, and when you look at like Pan's Labyrinth and Hellboy as well you you can see it's Guillermo written all yeah, over no one it. else could have made that film no exactly and if uh, yeah you really don't know who could have made Shape of Water apart from Guillermo it's got him written all over it and uh, yeah. What, what What do you think about Guillermo? Uh, I think that's a really interesting way to take it. In that only he could have made that film. Yeah. Um. I think you could probably look at each of the other films in this category, and I mean, there wouldn't be the same film, obviously. No. But I think you could still have a good quality film there with perhaps another director in the in the chair. Yeah. Let's not take away from it because you know Christopher Nolan did an amazing job with yeah. Dunkirk. It was such a unique film in the way it's told and. Um, some of the performances you brought out of these people a lot of them unknowns and stuff like that um, I thought was fantastic Uh, Jordan Peele obviously came out swinging with his directorial debut I mean we've now seen Us um, so we've got a little bit more insight into um, what you can do outside of you know just that so we now now know it's not a fluke but at the time it was just a huge thing and he did did get his Oscar for uh, original screenplay yeah deservedly so yeah um Yes, spoiler alert, we won't be talking about that one as no, our no dispute. dispute. <laughs> uh, Greta Gerwig, fantastic. Uh, mm. It was a very... To be fair, I don't think you could have replaced her in that. Just in that, it was a very yeah, personal that, that story. Yeah, that was the only one, it was, other it was one about that I was her. looking at, maybe. Um, 
as well, you could. I mean, it's, it's a tough argument for anyone else to have made Phantom Thread too, just because it's such a Paul Thomas Anderson film. I don't think anyone has the same grasp on that kind of genre as he yeah. does in that weird dark comedy that's dramatic and uh, that, I think film, that, film, pe- that I think, film fascinates me yeah. I love that film I think other people could do it but I don't know it wouldn't be done as well okay yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't know I think people would I, I guess you could make the same sort of argument for The Shape of Water but it's it's such a Guillermo story and everything about it is so Guillermo that I don't know it had to be him yeah and what I don't know what he brings to the film and yeah yeah it's so well directed that everyone he brings out such nuanced performances from so many different people yeah. Michael Shannon was amazing yeah. in that and you know we, we've seen a few times him bring out something like that but each time with the truly like masterclass yeah. directors so I, I de- definitely no dispute there no, no two dispute. for two Academy we might have to cancel this show if nah. you keep being this good um, <laughs> yeah. do you want to go best actor yeah um so, so this I do actually have a little bit of controversy here Ooh. um Maybe a dispute. I thought I thought Gary Oldman was was great in the Darkest Hour, and I think he's a fantastic actor, and he should have won a long time ago, probably even as far back as Leon the Professional. Mm. Um, the, yeah, but I, I, I don't know if this was the right one. It's, it's the same thing. I, I mean, I guess we'll talk about it when we get there. But with like Leo and the Revenant, yeah, um, it feels obviously just like a. So the Academy famously did this thing where they sort of award careers rather than particular performances and stuff like that so maybe that's what's happened here Uh, I thought the film was fine Um, I think it's a few liberties uh, which a lot of these films do Um, but looking at some of the other actors in this category if I'll quickly run through them so you've got Timothy Chalamet in Call Me By Your Name Uh, you've got Daniel Day-Lewis in Phantom Thread uh, Thread. Uh, you've got Daniel Kaluuya um, in Get Out and Denzel Washington in Roman J. Israel Esquire. Um, full disclosure, never seen Roman J. Israel Esquire. No, me um, I've heard he was really good in it, though. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, good for you. Great. Good for you, Denzel, yeah. Um, Kaluuya was fantastic in Get Out, mm. but I don't think it was quite as on the... I don't think it could hang as well with the others yeah, in this case. Was, he was great in the film. It was a little bit of a surprise for me when he got the nominations, but... I mean, not as much because he's obviously got them during award season already. Right. Um, but out of the performances on there, I'd probably say that he was probably the weakest out of the yeah, ones that I've seen. Yeah, agreed. I, I think the two, okay, or three, I suppose, um, the three strongest in this was obviously Gary Oldman, uh, Chalamet, for Come By Your Name, and Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm. I, I don't know whether it's the sentimental side of me that wanted to give it to Daniel Day-Lewis, considering yeah. Phantom Thread was supposedly yeah. his last ever film role. Yeah. Um, but he was so so good in it. Yeah. It's hard to say that because it's like, yeah, we get it. Like Meryl yeah. Streep, yeah, she's great. Like yeah. we we get it. But it was so it was so good. He was so so good in this role, and it was such uh, a transformative performance. He was so different. And Daniel De Lewis obviously is every single time very very different. It's kind mm. of his thing. But it almost becomes that you know, just because he's always this good. Like can we, can we keep you know? Yeah. It, it, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. I can see you know the politics of the academy there but for me I'd probably go Daniel Day-Lewis um, then I'd probably put Chalamet as my second choice and then you're pro- disputing and then probably Oldman as my third so interesting yeah um, I think a lot of people get caught up in the makeup sort of side of Gary Oldman's performance um, yeah. I'm not taking anything from away from him I thought he was fantastic and easily the best part of that film um, and 
but I think people see the incredible makeup and get kind of lost up in him and go he, he looks like Winston Churchill and obviously he does a great performance so you can't you believe it's Winston Churchill um, and I think people just kind of get lost up in that a little bit mm-hmm. which I think is why it perhaps got the nod over other people um, it did kind of feel like he won that award the second I don't know if you remember when they first posted the photo of him as yeah. Churchill everyone was just talking oh, about it well. and I think he won the award then yeah you knew you knew straight away who was getting nominated yeah the film it, hadn't even wrapped yeah. the film hadn't even wrapped uh, looking at the other one like uh, Daniel Lake Day is, it's, it's hard to dispute whether he should have won or not um, as it is for like any of his performances really um, when it's so consistently great like we were saying before about uh, like legacy sort of mm. wins or um, which it, it does feel a little bit like that for Gary Oldman I'm happy for him he definitely deserves sure, it for his yeah. career he does yeah um, but again yeah like you were saying the Leo example is a great example that we'll get to um, it does feel a little bit like that and I'm not taking anything away from him um, Timothy Chalamet uh, uh, an unknown I, I didn't know him before this film I think as most people didn't and now he's one of the biggest rising stars in Hollywood yeah, I mean, he was um, also in Lady Bird that year as yeah, well. Yeah, like, he, he was. was, and now he's going on to be in Dune. With yeah, Villeneuve with, it, with everyone else in Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, he's he's definitely one to watch, and obviously getting nominated as well this year, didn't he? No, he, he didn't. Get, he missed didn't. out. He he was in the conversation was, with. Yeah, he was with, in the uh, conversation. Yeah, beautiful boy. But he looks like there's someone who will regularly get nominated for his performances, um, and it'll be he's hard. So to, young as well. Yeah, exactly, and. It, with such a big career ahead of him, it would be. I think it would have been hard to have given him the win. Um, twenty three. Twenty three wow. years old. What are you doing at twenty three? <laughs> <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> um, Daniel Day. I think. I think it would give. I think I would give him the nod. Perhaps over the Oldman now looking year on. So with disputed one. That's the, that's it. You're two for three. Um, so we move on to Best Actress as we've discovered yeah. one um, so Francis McDormand won for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri uh, and then you had Sally Hawkins in Shape of Water Margot Robbie in I, Tonya Saoirse Ronan in Lady Bird and of course the Queen Meryl Streep from The Post um, do you know what it's been over a year now and I still don't know who I'd pick for this yeah this is this is a tough one that is such a tough category. I, I could give it to any of them, honestly. I think I could. I think, yeah. After a year looking, I think I'd still give it to Francis. I think my problem with Streep is that while it's very much her film, she does take a back seat for a large part of it. Yeah, and they do just focus a lot on Hanks. Yeah, which isn't her fault, obviously. I, I feel like it's just tough to put her in supporting or lead. I think mm. she was definitely supposed to be the lead, but I think maybe the film yeah. I think Spielberg probably didn't handle that very well and gave too much time away from her um, yeah I, I, thinking back to the film I don't particularly remember specifically her in, in her house the, yeah like her, talk about that. her Oscar the party scene. yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah I don't know it's difficult to count out Streep though you never you never know with Streep I mean you know uh, Anthony Hopkins won for like something like stupid like 14 minutes of screen time yeah he won like best lead actor didn't he for yeah. uh, Silence of the Lambs Lamb. so it, it's, it's tough when you look at the qualifying capacity of that but yeah. if I'm really just trying to force some rules onto this to help me fall, 
you know get a decision that's yeah. probably where I'm going right uh, looking at Saoirse Ronan oh, I loved her in that film she was she was so good um, I just, <laughs> it's so tough I, I think though uh, I'm, I'm leaning I'm kind of leaning towards Sally Hawkins I, I felt you like you would yeah I think I think her role kind of is more physically demanding in that where she uh, is you know mute yeah um, and she has this disability I feel like she does a lot a lot more with her her face and her body yeah. and stuff like that and I think yeah. that that elevates it somewhat for me but not to take away from Frances McDormand who by the way is great in everything but was fantastic yeah. in you know three billboards and she she was the film yeah exactly uh, so I can see why it goes that way I think I'm actually leaning a little bit more towards Sally Hawkins though Fair I think I've talked myself into it <laughs> I felt like you would um, <laughs> I don't know I think Francis and Gary Oldman is in a similar sort of situation where I think they are the strongest part of the film and uh, or maybe not I think it's Sam Rockwell as well who won who was fantastic he was great uh, yeah as well and as so Woody, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson so just performance wise they carry the film whereas the story perhaps isn't as strong and what obviously strong enough to get the best picture and I definitely think it deserved the nom um, but again I think it's the performances that really carry that film and mm-hmm. I think Frances I think she does deserve I thought the emotion she really brought to the character um, I don't know it just really worked for me and she does lead the film um, so it ticks that box <laughs> um, just looking at the other ones Margot Robbie was a bit of a surprise um, I think I don't think I'd watched I, Tonya before the Oscars um, mm. so like, it's the scene in the mirror from... that, that stands out to me when she's like just looking oh, in the yeah. mirror and like yeah, yeah. Just phenomenal that was such a surprise for me and then obviously going on to uh, being Mary Queen of Scots this year, and yeah, she was great in that. Actually, she was great in that, and this is obviously the sort of thing that she's gonna be trying, as I guess actress, actors and actresses do, to try and get this Oscar. Um, but maybe she'll get one for Birds of Prey next year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, oh, what was it called? Or the Birds of Prey, or the Emancipation of Harley Quinn, or I don't know, oh, something God. stupid. Um, City title. Yeah, I, d- I don't it. know. I think the reason I, I don't, I can't work out what it is about Sally Hawkins that isn't maybe I don't know. I think the difficult thing and the reason that she didn't get it, I think people struggle with the fact that she's a mute as a character, and I think people sometimes relate her. They f- then find it perhaps difficult to relate to her, or uh, I don't know how to put it. But the fact that she's not, I don't know. So no, a lot of people struggle to find their voice she's just like yeah a... but I, I think that yeah that's fair to say but I think I don't know I think people see their performances like you think of Gary Oldman and you think of that speech that he has in uh, in parliament and you think of that scene straight away what the argument the argument she has with Giles yeah but I don't know but and, I, and, and the dance the dance I, I think that's but I think that's generally and where's she... Francis McDormand's sex scene with a fish man <laughs> you're right <laughs> It's, it's a fair point wake up academy but I, I think that's why she didn't get probably more high I think I'm not taking anything from Francis I'd still give it to Francis though um, fair uh, it's, it's fair that is the toughest category that we've spoken about yet yes by far I, th- I think yeah definitely um, 
but for me I think Sally just edges it just based on the sort of more physical demands of the that's fair the yeah no I, I definitely understand the argument it is such a tough category that you could any five any of those five you could give it to and you'd probably be like okay yeah fair enough agreed fair enough um so our last kind of thing that we kind of talk about is something controversial. Uh, Tommy, you kind of picked this one out. Sometimes yeah, so, there'll be so, two, sometimes. Yeah, we'll, I think we both agree. We were, we're going through trying to decide which our sort of extra one was because we're not going to talk about every single category, every single episode. So we were sort of like, right, well, what what, what should have won that, that didn't? So we just looked through everything and we both actually agreed on the same one this time. Yeah. Um, and that's that uh, the best film editing category, which... Uh, it went to Dunkirk, which is well edited, and it's a very complicated film in the yeah. way it's cut together, and it was an achievement in that, But and it probably won on the merits of that. Yeah. I, I think as a whole, um, for me, Baby Driver, I think you agree, it's the same film for you, isn't it? Baby yeah, Driver should have, should, have, should have probably won that. Uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's punchier, I think it's cleaner, I think it's served more of a purpose. Yeah. Um, I, I, th- I think it's brilliant. I think it's easier for, for the Academy to give... Um, awards to a war film as opposed to like a yeah. action comedy yeah to be honest yeah um, like when you think of Baby Drive the, again you kind of think of the sound of it so just looking at those ones as well which I think more deservedly go to Dunkirk yeah um, war films are always going to win those sound editing Dunkirk wins sound editing and mixing which often happens um, and Baby Drive was nominated for both of those um, and if Baby Driver had won that, you would you would have been okay with it. But I think editing is such a strong suit. When you think of Edgar Wright, you often think of his quick editing sort of style that comes yeah. with his editors and who he brings on. Um, even if you think of someone like Shaun of the Dead and yeah. or the Cornetto trilogy, there's something that's uh, yeah like punchier and you, you kind of really works. And I think the not to take any. Uh, anything away from Dunkirk which does have good editing I think that kind of goes down perhaps more towards the story I don't know how much it I don't know how much the the story played a part in the editing and if that was written that way mm. uh, when you think of the like, sort of timeline of it and uh, um, so, so the, the editors for Baby Driver um, Paul Macklis and Jonathan Amos just sort of looking into them mm. uh, Jonathan Amos worked um with Paul Maclis on Scott Pilgrim vs. the World right. but, sense, but Paul Maclis has actually been working with Edgar Wright since the spaced oh, yeah. days on TV so yeah. so he's, he's been a frequent been collaborator yeah. and I think when you see that sort of connection and how you know in sync they obviously are together and how the yeah. styles are like both of their styles I think I, I think it just it speaks volumes really yeah um I don't know. The Dunkirk does work, and it wasn't. It's not a huge upset, which is why we kind of took a little bit of a look at the, like the rest of them. But I think out of all the other categories, I think it is probably the one where, if you went, oh, perhaps this should have won instead. It's it's the main one that's yeah. Out. Yeah, I mean, there's a few others where you think like, oh, well, I could see that winning, but yeah. this is the one where I was like, I think actually no, Baby, Baby Driver should have won this. Baby, we're disputing that. Yeah, in dispute. Dispute. Wake up, voters! <laughs> um, is, there, is, is that it for episode one? That's it. Yeah, that's it for episode one of uh, In Dispute. We've disputed what two things? I don't know if you guys have noticed, but all of our shows start with in. <laughs> Whoa! In case you missed it, in review. In review. Whoa! In, in dispute. dispute. Um, so we disputed. I think with two things. I disputed two things. Yeah. I think you disputed three things. Yes. Is that right? Um, yeah. Sure. Um, maybe we should keep a tally. One, 
You two. So you disagreed with actor and actress. Three. Yeah. And then the other thing. Yeah. So Danny Day Lewis. Yeah. Sadie Hawkins. Yeah. No, I'd I'd give it Baby Driver. Just, so just Daniel Day and Baby Driver. So just two for me. So I think on the whole, <laughs> I don't disagree with the Oscars. <laughs> no, but not this year. Out of the five, yeah, exactly. Some um, years are. It could be all of them. This is going to be interesting as we go. So next episode, we'll do the 89th Academy Awards, which were 2017 of 2016 20... films. Yeah, but the show was in 2017. Yeah. God, it's never going to so, be not a headache. La La Land, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, interesting. That oh. Um, so what will happen like between now and then me and Tommy will try and watch all the films and make sure that we're caught, we have watched all of them um, and then we'll talk about them next time and you can tweet at us yeah yeah. Well, I mean let us know if there's anything in dispute that you have with our opinions yeah Cause or, that, this is very you know opinionated let, yeah. let's, let's not we're not trying to be definitive here and say the Academy are wrong although when they are wrong I will let they you know <laughs> yeah. we, we both agreed that uh, Gary Oldman should have won so, so that's official yeah it's official yeah yeah Gary you better hand Daniel your statue <laughs> hand it over I know you've been waiting a while no, try again and I, I know Daniel's already got one <laughs> or two <laughs> he, he can he can you can give it to him if he wants to give it back that's up to him <laughs> um, what do you think he's doing now he's retired I think it's for just, a role do you th- do you or think? he's playing a retired man <laughs> I think he's just cobbling shoes in a cabin in the woods somewhere honestly uh, I think he's just crying do you think? nah I reckon he's having a great time what's he got to cry about? I mean I don't know I don't know you never know what's going on behind the scenes I'm sorry Daniel what if I don't know what could he do? He could, what if he's preparing for a role as Donald Trump? wow imagine do you think he'd do it? I drink your milkshake <laughs> um, so you're at Mr. TT Green on Twitter I am uh, I'm at Floodgate28 and as always comment and share and like and yeah let us know what you think of the Oscars uh, the 90th and if you agreed or disagreed and prepare for next week or whenever the 89th Academy cheers guys bye